This week on the show, we're talking to a young business owner who just three and a half years after finishing school is now running her own myotherapy clinic. Let's find out just how she did it. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Open for Business podcast. My name's Anthony Murphy, and a big thanks for tuning in to episode number three. Big show today, guys. I'm super excited to bring this one to you. Um, but before we get to that, just wanted to check in, see how everyone's doing. How's your last week been? Get lots of stuff done? Tick some goals off the list? Have you had any great business ideas? Let me know. If, you've, uh, if you want to let me know what you've been up to, please hit me up on Twitter or send me an email. The email is anthony at openforbusiness.net.au. Would love to meet you, love to chat. Um, we've been super busy here at Open for Business HQ, getting uh, the website updated with some more content and also getting this week's episode ready. Um, we are talking this week to... Uh, a friend of mine that uh, I've known for quite a number of years now, and um, she's done some great things uh, in small business. Uh, her name is Jackie Devlin, and she is the owner and operator of Yarrawonga Muscle Therapies. So Yarrawonga is a small country town, medium-sized country town in uh, in Victoria, Australia, and um, the interview with Jackie uh, really highlights how we should all try and uh, and follow our dreams. Um, if you've got a business idea, if if you've got something that you really want to work towards and that you're passionate about, today's interview provides heaps of reasons on why we should do that. Even if the road ahead looks tough, even if there's plenty of hurdles to jump over, um, it's all worth it in the end. And uh, that's probably the main theme running through today's interview with Jackie. So, Without any further to do, let's jump straight into this week's episode, and I'll catch you on the other side. Enjoy. Jackie, welcome to Open for Business. Thanks for having a chat to us today. Yeah, no worries. So the first question that I like to ask um, most of the guests on the show is, what you always wanted to be when you grew up? Did you always have something in mind? Um, yes, but it was something very different to what I'm doing now. Oh, um, excellent. I love it when people say that. Yeah. Can you run us through it? So, it's, yeah, so I think probably around that year eight, year nine, I used to think I really wanted to get into dentistry. Oh, okay. Um, but I know, very different. So, and I didn't know what along the lines. I knew I wanted to get into the health field of something and dentistry is what sort of what I really thought I wanted to do. Yep. Um, so I was thinking sort of along the lines of, you know, a dental nurse, a dental technician, or even a dental hygienist. Yeah, right. Um, so that's, yeah, so that's where I sort of really headed. And um, I actually ended up studying as a dental nurse when I left school. So Okay, yeah, that was going to be my next question. Yep. Like, how far yeah. did, you, did you follow it? So did you get to the point where you're actually fully qualified or...? Yeah, so I um, ended up qualifying at the end of my... Because the um, traineeship goes for a year as a dental nurse. Okay, yep. And I thought after I wanted to be a dental nurse, I thought, oh, now I'll push on to become a dental hygienist. Nice. Okay. Um, but I finished off my year and it, I just, yeah, it just wasn't for me. So yeah, fair that's enough. when I had to, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. So um, what, um, that's, that's when you finished school at that stage? 
Yes, yeah. Okay, all right. So what happened, um, obviously now you've got a, a muscle therapies business or do we call it a clinic? Is it a muscle therapies clinic? Yeah, clinic, yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm, I'm learning just as much as uh, everybody listening is today, so that's pretty awesome. So from the time that you decided that the dentistry side of things probably wasn't exactly where you wanted to head, um, what sort of happened after that? Um, so... Oh, I would say, well, I was working as a dental nurse at the time and I, I, I knew it wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, I'm one of those people, I get bored really easy. Sure. Um, so I found dental to be very repetitive and just it wasn't challenging me in the way that I wanted to be. Yeah, definitely. Um, so oh, I think as far back as I can remember, I used to love doing massage. I okay. used to massage my mum and my sisters and... I'd always ask for something in return. You know, you can scratch my back, I'll scratch you. Yeah, of course. It's a two-way <laughs> street. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I remember always thinking to myself, it was never good enough. I'd try to tell them how to do it. Yep. Um, so I always knew that this was something I was good at and that I was passionate about. Um, but it was something more that I just didn't know what sort of like what industry that was or where that could lead me or anything into it. Yeah. So I quit being a dental nurse um, and I spent about six months sort of working part-time. Okay. And from there, I sort of, I just started looking into different courses along that line because I was really into the sports field of things as well. So yep. I was sort of just, yeah, looking around at different courses, what I could really do. And okay. then I came across um, the course that, well, the course that I ended up doing, so myotherapy. Yeah. Um, Myo is Latin for muscle, so muscle therapies, that's where that comes from. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I love the explanations. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after about six months, I thought that's, yeah, this is what I wanted to do. And so I went back and started studying again. Okay. And was that, is that at uni or what sort of study did that involve? Yeah. So myotherapy is quite broad. You can do it at universities or you can also do it sort of at like a sports um, college. Yeah. Okay. So I started, um, I did two years at a sports college, so which gave me my remedial and sports therapy. Yep. Um, and then I finished up with that as my qualification. I started working part-time um, to make a bit of money. Um, and then I finished off my myotherapy within another year and a half or so um, okay. and just adding on the, each sort of, I suppose you can do it as like a course or a subject as you go. So you're doing that sort of part-time. Yep. Yeah. Um, myotherapy itself is a straight three-year course. Okay. Um, but uh, it took me about three and a half years because I ended up doing it a bit part-time. Sure, sure. No, that's good. Yeah. Okay. So at, at that stage when you're doing the course, were you thinking about um, running your own business or was it just like a, to get you the qualification to get into a job or what were you sort of thinking at that stage? Yeah, I, um, I think I always knew I was someone who wanted to own my own business. Yeah. Um, I didn't think at such a young age I would. So while I was studying, I wasn't really thinking, yeah, I'm going to finish and get out and open my own business. I was more thinking I wanted to work in a clinic sense and sort of learn from a lot of people. Yep. Um, so which is what I did for about six or eight months. I worked um, in Echuca for a little bit. Um, okay. So and I got a lot of knowledge from people over there, which was awesome. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then I was doing a bit of work at Shepherd and Myotherapy Therapy part-time. Yep. Um, so that as well sort of opened my eyes to a, a clinic sense on how it all worked and how it all run and that sort of thing. So, yep. um, yeah, but it wasn't till, oh, I was sort of, yeah, doing a bit of part-time work and I thought, no, I, th I think I could go out and do this on my own. <laughs> yeah. Make a bit 
money with it. Uh, excellent, excellent. So um, getting in and doing a bit of um, hands-on experience, you know, you, you learnt the job and then you got to that stage where you thought, yeah, no, I can have a crack at this myself. So that's awesome. Yeah. What yeah. about, um, so at what stage, um, like how many years since you'd finished school, are we talking now where you make that decision that you think, yeah, I reckon I can do this myself. I might try and start my own business. How many years from the time you'd finished school are we talking <laughs> What did I, um, when I finished in 2010, would have been four years since I'd finished school. Yeah, okay. Awesome. Oh, so it would have been, yeah, three and a half, four years, I think it would have been. Yep. Excellent. And I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to ask you what age you are. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah. obviously still in, still in your early twenties. So at, yes. at that point, like, um, that's pretty awesome that you've, um, gained the qualification you've had some work experience and in your early 20s you make that decision that yep i reckon i can run my own business um and you've got the qualifications you've made that made that decision to start your own business but what was the next sort of step like where do you go to from there um yes yeah, so i oh, it was one of those things when i remember starting it it was something that a lot of people said to me oh you're very lucky like it, it all just fell into place yeah right there's a and bit I more hard work involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something, one of those things where it seems to be the harder you work, the luckier you get. Yeah. And it, to me, it never felt like it fell into place until I, until it, until the end, until I was working in my own business that I sort of looked back and went, everything just ended up working out. Yeah. Um, it sort of all started, it was actually um, my partner who said to me one day, um, what do you think of moving to Yarrawonga? Um, and I thought to myself, yeah, sure, let's let's do it. I'm working part-time. If I can get a job over there, then I'll do that. Yeah. Um, and I actually, I wasn't planning on opening my own business straight away because I wanted to sort of gain a clientele base and get to know people in a new town that I'd never met before. Yeah. Um, and so what I did, I was actually um, applying for a few jobs around um, and it was one of those things I, I didn't hear back from anyone for about a month. So I started thinking, really doubting what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's, it's not a very popular business. Um, as you don't hear of my therapy often or anything like that. So yep. I knew it was going to be a little bit hard in that sense. Okay. Um, but I was really lucky. Um, I actually ended up hearing from a lady named Jocelyn Cowie, um, who I would take my hat off to forever. Yeah. Because she's someone who headed me in the right direction pretty much. Um, she sent me an email one day and this was about a month or so after I'd applied around and she owns a local business here in town. She's looking to retire. Yep. Um, but anyway, she said to me, she knows of another lady looking to retire that sort of might want to put me on. Okay. So yeah, I thought, sure, let's give this a go. So I um, drove over to Yarra and I met with her, had a bit of coffee and chatted about what was going on. Um, but she she didn't actually want to employ me, which is what I wanted. I wanted to work for her for a bit. Yeah, okay. I would have been 21 or 22 at the stage, so I thought to myself, there's no way I can run this on my own. <laughs> Don't want to jump straight in the um, deep end. Yeah, pretty much. And um, after getting to talk to her for a bit, she sort of said to me, you know, she's retiring and backing out of it and wanted me to take over yep. um, and run it as my own business. Okay. And my instant thought was, Oh, I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what's involved. Pretty but anyway, big step. so I yeah, and so I went home and I sort of had a good think about it. Um, and like most things I do, I really do just end up throwing myself into it in the deep end, head first. Um, scared, not sure what I was really doing. <laughs> um, 
so I I did. I went to the banks after that because obviously I had to buy her business from her. Sure. Yep. Um, so I went to the banks after that and sort of started looking at getting a business loan, um, which I knew was going to be tough because I, I didn't really have anything behind me. Yeah. So I went around and I went to the local bank manager here in Yarricks. By this stage, I think we were living over here. Um, and she sort of said, you know, well, you haven't got much behind you. And the business I was buying was actually, sadly, she'd run it as a cash business. And yeah, the okay. nicest way to say it, it was never done really well. Yeah. So from business side of things, it was, yeah, I knew it was going to look pretty tough. Mm. Um, but we sort of kept being persistent. I got denied once um, and then I went back and we did up a really good business plan actually. Um, I worked with my bank manager with this and we sort of put it all together and sort of showed, I suppose, where I wanted the business to head. Yep. Um, what did I, what I was going to create with it all. I think um, I think that's a really good point too, because like like yeah. you mentioned, like okay, um, you're a young person, you've got this great idea, but it's not like you've got this. Um, we're not all lucky enough to have this huge amount of capital sitting behind us, yeah, which we can just exactly. go and splurge. But yeah. um, like you said, yeah, just going down and having a chat to your local bank manager, and I mean, and they're they're there to help. Um, and I think a lot of the times um, we might think to ourselves, you know, I can't afford that or I can't do that, but. Like you said, you drew up a, a business plan, um, you put it all down on paper and they're happy to work with you. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, it was really good in that sense. And it, it also taught me a lot in that business side of things as well. So yeah, I would highly recommend it. it's a scary thing to go and do. But yeah, going down, actually talking to your bank manager and exactly like I said, they're there to help. So yeah, um, they'll definitely work with you with everything you need to do. So um, um did you got approval at some stage? Obviously, that would have been a pretty good feeling yeah. walking out of the bank I, after that. I, I ended up getting approval, um, but I didn't get approved from a business loan perspective. Um, okay. I, I, got, I ended up getting denied again. Um, like I said, I didn't have much behind me and it was tough. Yep. Um, but my business manager again, my bank manager again sort of said to me, no, there's another way around this. Okay. Um, and we ended up doing it as a personal loan. It seems odd that they wouldn't grant a business loan but they did grant me a personal loan so eventually yes i ended up getting the loan to get this done yeah excellent a loan's a loan that's for sure yeah exactly right and i remember at that stage it was getting tough because the lady was sort of pressuring me that i was buying the business from that she needed the money asap or else she was selling to someone else and i was having many sleepless nights i remember that much (laughs) yeah that's true like there's definitely um a whole lot of other pressures around that i suppose i mean especially if you've like you said, you've got someone who's wanting to sell a business. They can't, I suppose. They're not always in a position to wait however many months uh, that it might take. So, yeah, I can imagine there was a bit of pressure there. Yeah, definitely. And it was, um, yeah, it was a lot of hard work at the time. So, to me, it definitely didn't feel like something that was lucky that just fell into place. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A lot of hard work behind the scenes. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. So, you got the, the business loan uh, or the personal loan. Um, how do you go, I suppose, um, we won't go into the nitty gritties, but if if you've been given a loan, how do you then go and, and buy someone else's business? Is there a, a sh- um, I don't know, a short little explanation that you can give us? Is it is it involved? Does it take a lot of time? Um. Yeah, I'm trying I'm try to think back exactly what happened. I remember, so getting the loan and everything. Um, with this lady, it, the loan, it wasn't for much. The business was selling for very cheap, so which is why I always thought I would never pass up this opportunity. Yeah, sure. Um, 
and we literally just did a um, did up a contract, um, had it witnessed and signed. Yep. Um, exactly of obviously the handing over of the business and what money was exchanged, all that sort of thing. Yep. Um, and I, I gave it to her in a check form. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much just went from there. Oh, that's awesome. Excellent. So um, I just want to go back a little bit too. You said earlier that um, you, you're you going to make the move to Yarrawonga, the new town. Um, and you mentioned that you, you went around to a few people and you're trying to build up a client base. Was yep. Were you doing that before you went for the loan? Yeah. So my aim was I wanted to... Yeah, work over here before obviously owning my own business because jumping into your own business without a client base um, is obviously really risky. Yeah, that's a great lesson uh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, with this lady that I was going to buy the business from, she put me on part time for a little bit. Okay. Um, so, I got to really meet all her clients. Yeah. Um, yep. Which was great, um, as well as build a little bit of my own. So, sure. Build some yeah, relationships no, and, and get to yeah, know people exactly. around the town. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So, um, moving forward, um, how at what what which year was it that um, the business became yours, so to speak? Um. So it was last year in twenty fourteen. Excellent. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, can you wrap some numbers around the business for us at the moment, like um, uh, the number of staff you have, um, the number of clients that you might get a week? Like, is it all going well? Yeah, no, it's it's all going well. Um, so at this stage, so obviously I work on my own. Um, yep. In this field of work, we do have to do big hours. So I'm usually at work from eight thirty in the morning till seven thirty, sometimes eight o'clock at night. Um, so they're very big days for me. Very big days, yeah. Mentally and physically draining. Yep. Um, I do have some Thursdays off though through the month, which sort of gives my mind and my body a bit of a break, um, and okay. that gets me through. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, so I would say at this stage, sort of working that four day a week, I think I see around thirty two clients a week. Okay. Um, and if I were to do my Thursdays, I see around thirty eight clients a week. Yep. So I'm wow. I'm pushing it, but I'm not pushing it too hard, where I'm wearing out too quickly or anything. So yeah. I think that's important as well definitely um, sort of yeah definitely know your limits and um, have that bit of a work-life balance too yeah exactly it's I always think important really... what yeah. um so for for someone uh, like myself who doesn't know a great deal about myotherapy at all yep. what sort of um what sort of treatments are involved and are they are they short treatments are they long treatments like what sort of yeah. what's involved yep. so um well, I always, this is my pitch for a lot of clients because a lot of people come in and ask exactly what I do. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so, um, my therapy, it's a form of manual therapy. So, we focus on the assessment, treatment and rehabilitation of musculoskeletal pain. Excellent. So, that's the best way I can describe it. Um, Great pitch. We, <laughs> yeah, I've said it that many times. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, we work with... Um, you know, infants all the way up to elderly, um, from work and sports injuries all the way through to stress-related tension. Um, I think it's such a wide field, um, and I think that's why I love it. It's got so much diversity through it. That's um, right. Never a dull moment. Yeah, exactly. And from treatment-wise, if I was explaining to people, um, I'm doing manual treatment, so I'm doing, you know, deep tissue massage, I'm trigger point therapy, um, myofascial release, dry needling, cupping, um, and mainly through corrective exercises as well. So it's quite broad in what we um, get to really get, get into. 
Excellent. The um, the dry needling, that's something that um, I've heard of recently, mm. like in the last few years. A few few people have been talking about dry needling. I think it's getting a little yeah. bit more popular. You could probably yeah. you could probably tell me about that. But that's a scary sort of a thought, like having needles stuck in you. Like how does that work? Yeah, no, a lot, <laughs> a lot of people come in and you mentioned dry needling and the first thing they say is, I have a needle phobia, so I don't know how this will go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of explaining. The needle is such a tiny, fine, fine needle. Um, you you don't even feel it go in. Um, yep. It's it works in a sense that we're sort of um, stimulating, relaxing, and strengthening the area with the needle. Um, blood flow is what helps do those sorts of things. And when you stick a needle into the muscle, it's it brings blood flow to the area really, really quickly. Yeah. So. Okay that's in the sense that the dry needling works. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So it's, it's not extremely painful. So if there's anybody listening that um, might need some, some dry needling, there's nothing to be scared of? <laughs> exactly, nothing to be scared of. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> hey, um, so your business name, Yarrawonga Muscle Therapies? Yes, that's correct. Excellent. What sort of, um, do you do any marketing or advertising or PR? What do you do in those sort of areas? Um... Yeah, I've I've probably been someone that has actually been lucky in the sense that I haven't had to do too much advertising or marketing. Yep. Um, to me, it has all been really um, word of mouth. Um, as you probably know, something in a small town, word of mouth travels pretty quickly. Yeah, very um, important. Yeah, definitely. So to me, when I see a client, it's every client, every treatment, it has to be done to the best of my ability. Yes. Um, so it's almost like every treatment I, I'm giving my full undivided attention because it's those people that leave and bring back more business. Yep. So pretty much there's no slacking off for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On the ball. Um, yeah, pretty much. But really other than that, I've um I've created a Facebook page. Yep. Um, which has done really well for me. Um I never thought too much about it until I, I actually had a business seminar, which is what we have to sort of keep up to um with CPD points, so okay. that we're always um, pretty much keeping up with the industry. Yep. Um, so there was this webinar I did, and it was talking about um, having your own Facebook page, and you know, it's it's free advertising, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I created a Facebook page, and that sort of got around, and um, I actually got a fair few clients from that as well. Okay. Um, but um, I've really mostly I've paid for I've recently just gotten onto Google. Um, yes. That's important. So, yeah. So now if someone's around the area and they're searching, um, they'll find me, which will be great. So I'll pop up, pop up on Google. Excellent. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes. So I think I've only recently gone on Google in the last two, three weeks or so. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. Look, in um, in my past experience with the, few, the businesses that I've worked in, like if you can get that that Google ranking and you're, you're, you're coming uh, up as one, two or three, like the, the phones do start to run hot. And I suppose... If you're in a, a small town, and I mean, there's not a, a great variety of myotherapists in town. So yeah. anyone yeah. anyone punching in Yarrawonga muscle therapies or anything to do with myotherapy, you're um, you're going to jump up to the top pretty quick. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Excellent. Is there anything that you do um, on a day to day basis with your business that's a little bit different from other myotherapy practices? Do you do you try and um, do the the extra mile i mean obviously you said that you try and do the very best for your customers which is excellent is there something that you do that may not happen in other myotherapy clinics is there something that you try and do to help make make you stand out yeah um, to me i think uh, i suppose like i said earlier 
just to do my job well, I believe I'm, to me, I believe I'm the best at what I do. Yeah. Um, so I really hope that that shows to my clients. Um, I think personality is a really important thing in this field. Um, you have to really have this a caring factor about you pretty much. Yeah. Um, you're, you're listening to people's physical and mental problems all day, every day. Sure. Um, so to me, creating that good bond with a client yep. is really special to them. I always, um, for me, something I like to do is I jot things down after a treatment that they've told me about, um, you know, their personal lives or their kids or their husbands or their wives or anything like that so that I can remember it next time so that when I'm talking to them, I can bring that sort of thing back up. So they really know that you're listening and interested. That is such a so, great tip. Yeah. So to me, it's it's creating friends with my clients. I think this keeps them loyal pretty much. Um, to me, they're not just patients. I'm, ta- I'm not just taking money from them. I'm not just getting them in the door. They're, they're my friends. They're becoming someone that I'm really getting to know. So which is also a favorite part of my job as well. Yeah. Look, that ties in so well with that um, building an emotional connection with your clients. Um, yeah, exactly. In any business, I mean, that's why people come back to a business. Like people buy from people. If yeah. if, if you've got a rough personality or people can tell that you don't really care or you don't like your job, like that's mm-hmm. not going to bring them back. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the fact that you that, – that, 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 I'm getting tongue-tied. That's yeah. a, a one percenter that is um, really important. I think anybody could put that into practice. If, if you've got um, a business that's a service and you've got clients coming in the door, um, yeah, jotting down a bit of a note um, to, that you can refer to next time, that's going to make them feel fantastic. The fact that you just remembered, um, whether it's a, a week, a day, or, or a month later, the fact yeah. that um, they can go back in and, and Jackie remembers um, the last conversation that they were talking about, that's going to build an excellent emotional connection. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Excellent. Jackie, that's almost um, to the end. Um, mm-hmm. Such a great interview. Um, is there any advice that you might have for, for other young people out there who um, might be looking to start their own business or you know they're getting to the, to the end of school, they're not sure what they want to do, they might have a bit of an idea. Do you have any advice that they should sort of try and draw on or follow? Um, yeah, I think um, it's really important to find what you love doing. Yep. Um, it's, it's not an easy thing to do, but if you really sit down and you, you make a list and really find out what you're passionate about, what you love to do, um, I think that would draw you into where you're meant to be going in life. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, to me, if you can find what you love doing, then you'll just, you'll be set for life pretty much. Um, important, I think fear can take over a lot. Um, so not letting yourself be too fearful of what could go wrong. Mm. Um, so really focusing your energy on those positive things that could happen rather than all the things that could go wrong because we don't, we don't really want to think about that. <laughs> yeah. Look, that's that's such a great point as well. I mean, I think even looking back on your own story, if um, you got to that stage where, you know, you thought you could um, start your own business, that's something that you wanted to do. There was a lot of things, I suppose, that were, that were in the way that you had to sort of, a lot of hurdles that you had to jump over. Um, yeah. And you could have looked at those and said, like, that's going to be a lot of work. That could be too hard. There's a lot of ifs and buts. But at the yeah. end of the day, look at where you are now. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And I, I always think to myself, it's it's one of those things. It's a lot of people. It's it's too hard, or it's it's too this, and it it is hard. But you don't get anything out of something being easy. So that's it. I think 
it's yeah it's, it's always going to be hard but if it's what you want to do it'll be worth it that's for sure excellent jackie really appreciate your time today thanks for sharing your story that was absolutely fantastic um no I hope, worries. hope the listeners got a lot out of that there was excellent uh business marketing and even just some life gold there so that was fantastic so thanks for coming on board no worries thank you so much well there you go what about that what an interview Thanks again to Jackie for sharing her story. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm feeling mighty motivated after that. That was absolutely fantastic. Um, I think there was uh, lots that we can uh, take away from that interview, and I've got four top learnings, which I'd love to share. I'd also like to know what your top learning was. Have you got one? What stood out for you the most in that episode? So if you'd like to let me know, just hit me up on Twitter or send me an email or jump on the website and leave a comment in the show notes under episode three. Would love to know what you think. So the top four learnings that I have today, number one, where there's a will, there's a way. Uh, I think Jackie uh, really highlighted the fact that even though she didn't know all the ins and outs of buying a business and, and how to start one, um, she didn't make any excuses on on why she couldn't do something. She just went out there, gave it a go, and uh, and look at where she's ended up. That's uh, that's pretty motivational. I think we can all learn from that one. Top learning number two: get some hands-on experience to increase your skills or your knowledge, or even just to help increase your motivation. So Jackie said that she thought that she could run her own business, she could start her own business, but she didn't just go and jump straight into that idea. She wanted to get some uh, some hands-on experience, so she wanted to work in the field, find out what it's like, and um, and that's how she got on a roll and um, and ended up owning her own business. Top learning number three, really important one, guys. Focusing on the one percenters, so helping you to stand out to your customers and build that emotional connection and a lasting relationship. So Jackie mentioned there that what she likes to do is after she's uh, had a client, after she's finished uh, with a client, she just takes a little note and jots down a few things uh, that they were talking about during that session. Um, and it could be on anything like she mentioned, uh, what's happening in their life or or what, uh, what sort of problems they've come to her with um, in regards to myotherapy. She makes a quick little note so that uh, she can remember what uh, was what they were talking about when the uh, client comes to see her next. And that, uh, that will really make a big difference um, to her customers. And top learning number four, guys, is age is really a barrier. And look, that's what Open for Business is all about. That's what gives me inspiration and motivation to bring this podcast to you each week. Um, look, it's again, referring back to top learning number one, where there's a will, there's a way. Jackie has started her own business um, and bought her own business only a couple of years after finishing school. She was heading into dentistry, didn't think it was for her, um, and she's moved straight into myotherapy. She's gained the qualifications and the skills that she's needed, and she's gone out and she's bought her own business. She's running her own show. She's her own boss, and she's in her early 20s. So hats off to Jackie. Great job there, and um, we really do appreciate her um, spending her time and sharing her story. So I know you're wondering what's going to be happening in the upcoming episodes of the Open for Business podcast, and I can fill you in right now on next week's episode. We are going to be talking to the one and only James Chu. 
He's uh, an Aussie dad, 27 years old. He's got four beautiful young girls. And uh, James is making waves in the entrepreneurial pool um, with his own podcast, which is called The Rebrand Podcast. Um, and he's also diverted his attention towards um, video of late uh, with his Dad's Mission to Success video series. So James has got loads of experience in podcasting and loads of experience in video. And um, he's also putting together a range of motivational online courses and webinars. So I do encourage you to check out James ahead uh, of next week's show. Just get familiar with, uh, with what he's up to and what he's all about. And then uh, tune into the uh, episode next week to, uh, to find out what James is uh, all about and his thoughts on how young people can turn something that they're passionate about into a profit. Plus, James also has a super generous offer to share with the listeners that you do not want to miss out on. So please tune into that episode. I promise it'll be worth your time. And um, we will have um, lots of great content to share on the next episode. Well, that about wraps us up for this episode. Just before we go, though, um, if you'd like to check out more of Jackie's um, work and her small business, you can jump on Facebook and search for Yarrawonga Muscle Therapies. That's Yarrawonga Muscle Therapies and uh, you'll be able to see uh, some more of her great work there and her small business and if you've got any questions just uh, send her a quick message I'm sure she'll be happy to answer them for you and while you're on the internet um, jump over to openforbusiness.net.au and check out the website there make sure you head to the subscribe page because when you do subscribe you will get a free copy of my top resources ebook at your disposal, all yours to keep immediately. So do check that one out. It's uh, quite handy. Got lots of tips and tricks in there uh, to help you build a brand and get your online business up and running. And if you've got any questions, as always, please hit me up on Twitter. I'd love to talk to you. And uh, or you can send us an email, Anthony at openforbusiness.net.au. And last of all, thank you very much for listening in all the way to the end today. Really do appreciate it. Give yourself a pat on the back. I hope uh, this episode's given you some uh, inspiration towards achieving uh, your career goals, your life goals, and turning your passion into a profit. Until next week on episode number four, have a great week. Stay motivated. Hope you achieve lots of your goals, and we shall talk to you soon.